Yeah. Ready? All right. So it doesn't matter whether you're traveling to D23 or Comic-Con, Disneyland for the weekend, or Walt Disney World for a week. Just call Becca, or send her an email, actually, at B-E-K-K-A at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com. They'll help you get a concierge-level service, the best prices, and just an all-around great time. And maybe if you're lucky, you can take a drunkie with the Drunko. Kungaloosh! Viva Gaia! And welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. Skipper Dick Richie, that is a wonderful idea. I love drunkies. Me too, buddy. Oh. No. I mean, I hate them. I'm just kidding. I love them. They're the best. They are. Uh, Welcome to 3 o'clock parade. This is uh, Professor Daniel Miller, drunk at Disney. Just down the road, we have Rhiannon. Hi. And of course, the man on the street all weekend, pounding the pavement of D23, getting all the important information. He broke every single story. His name is Skipper Dick Ritchie. I did something all right. I went to D23. <laughs> well, at some point, for moment. you. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, actually, uh, it was a total shit show. I can't wait to talk about it. I can't, I can't wait to hear about it. It looked like a total shit show. It, I did see pictures of you from Trader Sam, so I know you didn't get too involved. <laughs> I, so, know, uh, I, was, I, was, I was pretty deep into it. It was just that last day I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to bother. Oh, you took her deep? Oh, you know it. Okay, next. So tell us, what did you do? D23. So, I mean, so it's a convention just like Comic-Con. Um, I learned today, though, that Hall H, which is the huge con- uh, room that they do all the show, are like the major announcements at Comic-Con, that only holds 6,500 people. The one at D23 holds 8,000 people. So you would imagine that a smaller convention with a larger room that is hopefully being taken care of by Disney would be more organized. But it's not. It's a total mess. Um, what the is pro- the experience? Well, and the problem is, is that if you can imagine, it would be like, it would be like if you stayed at a Disney, le- or a Disney hotel. Let's say you stayed at the Swan and Dolphin and you, you expected everybody there to be a Disney cast member. But then you find out that, no, the only person that's a Disney cast member in the entire resort is the person working, like, let's say, the guest service desk. Everybody else works for some third party that just doesn't give a shit. So that's, <laughs> that's exactly what's going on at D23. Um, the, the stuff that's put on by Disney is great. Like, the panels are fun and, you know, all the information and seeing everything that's going on. But the problem is, is that the people that are actually organizing it don't have that, like, love for Disney or for really anybody. And uh, they're just... Or people. Yeah, for people. It's terrible. So, and I'll give you a good example. That's delightful. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's amazing. I'll give you a really good that's example. That's the way Walt wanted it. Yeah, that's his dream. He was all like, when somebody comes up with a convention, 100 years after my To death, all who come to this happy place... Screw you. Screw you. Uh... But no, so I was meeting friends there, and I had already kind of weaseled my way in, which worked out really well. And then uh, another friend of mine who doesn't have that, like, you know, she wants to do everything by the book all the time. Like, she's not going to cut in line. If you, can... I see nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Like, like if we're there Maybe and we have a spot reserved for her, she's still not going to, like, be like, oh, there's a spot reserved for me. Let me go and hang out with my friend. She's going to wait in the two-hour line that she doesn't need to wait. But, uh, so she sends me a text and says, hey, I just got to the building. 
I'm in line. And I said, and without even knowing what line she was in, I was just like, you're in the wrong line. I can tell you right now you're in the wrong line. And she's like, no, no, no. I asked the cast member. And the, uh, the text stops at I asked the cast member. And then the very next text, which was within like a minute, she writes, I'm in the wrong line. <laughs> and it's because, Oops. yeah, like everybody that's running and organizing and pointing people in, the, in like different directions, none of them know what's actually going on. So, you know, they'll, what, what they do is like, before you can separate to go see any of the panels, you still have to get into the building. So they're all told, no matter what, there's one line for everything to get into the building. And once you're inside, you can separate. What they don't tell you is that that one line doesn't include if you're the sorcery level. It doesn't include will call. It doesn't include reentry. So that one line is most of everything, but not everything. And so no matter what you ask, they're just like the one line. You just need to get in this one line. And uh, and that's just where it starts. They're trying out. to make less confusion, but in doing so, creating even more confusion. Right. So the real secret, if you go to D23 ever, is if they're not wearing a cast member name tag, don't even bother talking to them. Like, if you walk up to somebody, just ask them where the where is the nearest cast member? And then they're going to be like, what can I help you with? And you, and you just have to be like, oh, no, I was supposed to talk to a cast member. And then they'll point you in the way. And that person will most likely either tell you what's going on or at least admit that they don't know. But, but um, so how is this different from previous D23 Expos? Oh, no, no, you no. speak as, a, it's as, a, as if it's new. No, it's exactly like every D23 Expo oh, that's ever gone on before. So really, in all seriousness, what yeah, is so hard? Like, is it is it the confusion that you don't know, people don't know where to go? Or is it that they don't know what time the doors open? What really seems to be the issue? Why is it so confusing? Shouldn't it be like 3 o'clock is the... No. So Tony Baxter, like five o'clock is oh, yeah, no, Marvel. That's, that's that's great. But the problem is, is that think about like think you're you're getting thirty thousand people, if not more, together, right? And you only have yeah. one line. And I'm not talking about like at the theme park where you've got one area with multiple entry points. You got one line for all thirty thousand people to squeeze through a set of double glass doors. Once they're, once they're through those double glass doors and they've had their lanyard scan, then that separates to maybe like five um, security This is just people. outside the oh, yeah. whole convention And, and everybody's center. lined up outside in the sun. There, there's not a lot of shade going on. So, oh, my God. Yeah, so there's this huge line of 30,000 people trying to get in, and they don't do the rope drop where they're like, hey, we're going to let you in an hour before, and then when that open or you know, once that point comes, then you can disperse to all the different areas. The showroom opens, or the, you know, exhibit floor opens at 9 o'clock. That's when they actually start letting people in. So these lines are literally three or four hours long to get in at 9 o'clock in the morning. So, mm. you know, if you're at the You're really not line, selling me on this. No, no, no. I'm not trying to. I'm telling you, I'm giving you the experience. If you're in that line and you're not at the very beginning even though you were probably there at 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning, you're probably still not getting into the exhibit hall until after 11 o'clock, maybe noon. To the point where I went to breakfast, uh, then went and had drinks, and then walked over to the convention center around 12.30, and I walked in behind the person that was holding the sign that said, last person in queue. 
And I asked that guy, I was like, how long have you been waiting? And they were like, oh, we probably got here two hours ago. And I was like, how is this even a thing? Like, how am I walking in behind you? Like, strolling like I own the place. And these guys have been here forever. But, um, and then once you get in, you know, you still have to go and get in line. So if you want to go do one of, like, like, if you wanted to do the live panel, uh, the live action panel, which is the morning, like the big exhibition or big, big panel in the morning, you had to be there the night before. Like, all those people spent the night uh, just to get into the building so that they could be in line so that when it opened at 10 o'clock, they were in line to go into that. Um, and unlike Comic-Con, where once you're in a hall, they don't, they don't empty the hall. You can stay in there the whole day if you want and watch everything. Uh, and over here, they empty it out of after every show. So if you go to the morning one, there's a pretty good chance you're not going to get into the afternoon. So now you're back to back of the line. Right, right. You're basically getting out of that hall and then running back in line. But, you know, so the... If this is like anything else in the world. The best stuff is not usually first. No, no. It, and that's the thing. It, it just depends on what you want to see. So, like, I didn't go to the Legends um, ceremony, which is the very first thing, because there was just no way I was going to get in or spend the night the night before to do that. Uh, so, so I ended up going to the animation panel, which was later on in the evening, or I should say in the afternoon. But the people that went to Legends, that the one they announced all the movies. That's the one. Well, that's when they announced all the animated stuff. Yeah. And then the the next morning was the live action, so that was like the Marvel and Star Wars and Mary Poppins. But again, I wasn't going to spend the night. I wanted to go do other things. So while everybody was in there, I got in line for the parks and resorts, and I saw that, which was cool. Um, so that was cool, you know. I want to see. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, that was fun. It was good to go. It was good to go see those things. But you know, if you wanted to do anything else, you couldn't almost do it because you were in line uh, for those two panels. So yeah. you know, you'd get out of the panel and then you'd walk around. Like it would empty out into the showroom. But the parks and resort panel, um, towards the end, they gave everybody advance are like fast passes to phantasmic yesterday for disneyland's anniversary oh, was you know the official phantasmic release but they ran two uh you know i guess soft openings saturday night and sunday night so but the panel it let out at five and they basically told you like you know the seven thousand people or eight thousand people in this room are all going to get invited to go see phantasmic once you get out of here, you have to go get in another line so that you can pick up your lanyard. And, or they gave us a lanyard to pick up your bracelet. And, uh, you know, so, like, you got out of that, and then you went and stood in another two-hour line. So, basically, I spent two hours waiting to see the panel, a two-hour panel, and then a two-hour wait to pick up my lanyard. And, and then it, the panel lasts for two hours? Yeah, they're two-hour panels. Wow. Because they talk about everything, you know. Yeah. Which was cool. Like we learned about like, like, the, the like. Do they save the good stuff to the end, like the last five minutes, or no, did they no. start off with like we're doing Star no, Wars Land, it was like, just one right after another? It was like, hey, Star oh, Wars Land. Cool. If you saw the model, the model downstairs, it's like that, but even cooler. And and then he was just <laughs> like the Disney Cruise Line. We told you there was going to be this many ships. Now there's this many ships, and it's going to be awesome. And you're going to do this. Yeah. And they were like, hey, I hope you don't like Paradise Pier too much because it's going to become Pixar Pier. <laughs> and they said, speaking of Pixar, you know, let's talk about Toy Story Land, because that's going to happen. And they said, even though we've done all this stuff to the Magic Kingdom, we're going to do something else and, you know, make this theater. 
and uh, and then they talked about awesome. the gondolas and the and the uh, minivans and the, the the Star Wars resort and the new Marvel resort that's going to be at Paris and Ratatouille. You know, so they were just talking about everything. Um, yeah, that's cool. The thing that seems cool is the restaurant next to Mission Space, where uh, everything is going to have a view, like if you're on a satellite from space. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah, um, that's I did that. That was unexpected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was all like, "That's cool. I wonder where it's going to be." Um, but yeah, so you know, it was just one of those things where you spend all your time either in line waiting to do something or doing it. So there's not a lot of other free time to do all the other crap that there is to do. Illusion. Did not lose no. Did not lose us. I was like, maybe Wonders of Life area, possibly. You know, it just seems like that's kind of where it would go. Oh, maybe. But it was just, it was, it was a good time, except for, you know, the cluster F of it. Uh, the new Phantasmic is great. Uh, I, I did pull, the last day I didn't even bother going. I was like, I'm not even going to bother. But I felt like I had my own panel in Trader Sam's because I was there. Uh, open so eleven. I was there for seven hours at Trader Sam's. Most of it was Char, <laughs> and that girl. Seriously, like every drink I had, she was like, "Yeah, I'll have another one of those. I'll have that too. I'll have that drink. Yeah, make me one of those." I was just like, "Holy cow, this is like, like I, I was, I was amazed. She's, she's little, but man, she can drink." And, yeah, uh, yeah, Mister Char was great. Well, what else are you supposed to do in Canada? I get, yeah, I, I, I was just store uh, that, I guess. Just yeah. Drink at Disney store. Yeah, Mister Shar was great. Uh, I met up with uh, this lady by the name of Don that listens to us. She was super cool. Uh, just it was like random listeners just happened to be like in the area and you know came by and said hi. Um, it was it was a it was a good time. That time at uh, Trader Sam's was really good. I I, I introduced the podcast to some, you know, just people that were there, and they were like, "How come everybody's coming over here and talking to you guys?" And the real reason actually was because one of the a Disney storyboard artist by the name of Brian uh, was sitting next to me, so everybody kept on coming over to talk to him, and I felt bad because you know he was just sitting there drinking, so <laughs> we would get involved in the conversation and start talking to them and just kind of take over, and it was fun though, like D twenty three was great. It was, uh, you know, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of Disney's fault for not taking uh, better care of the convention and leaving it to a third party. And I wish there was more time to do other stuff. Like, they really need to figure out a way to keep, um, you know, like, like, to use some sort of fast pass system or something so that you don't have to sit in, you know, basically an empty parking structure waiting to get moved to go sit, you know, someplace else. It just seems. Yeah. So you're trying to eliminate standby? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, Love it. well, that's the problem. Like, <laughs> like, could you imagine if when you went to the Magic Kingdom, instead of getting in line to ride the Haunted Mansion, there was just one giant line to get into the park, and you had to wait in the parking lot until it was your turn to ride the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like, okay, so I guess I'm going to ride the Haunted Mansion at 5 o'clock. Where can I go? And they're like, well, no, you have to stay right here in the parking lot because if we let you in early, if we're not, and you're not here, you're going to lose your place. And if you can't let anybody in to hold your place, and if you go leave any place except for the bathroom that happens to be in this parking lot, you know, you're not going to be able to, to do anything. So, 
Yeah, and then there's only two vending machines, one that serves Gatorade and one that serves water. And usually, <laughs> usually by the end of, the, like, the second hour, they're both empty. So, uh, yeah, that line part, they need to really figure out. I love you threw in the um, drinking machine part. It's like, that's funny. Like, out of the blue, you're like, hey, we have Gatorade and water. And it's yeah, close. no, it's true, man. I walked over and, you know, you're all excited because it, it, it takes, like, credit cards and cash and coins and you can like tap your phone to it and you know it's got everything every any way you can possibly imagine except, to give except good drinks them money they have except for it's it's sold out so and and the fun part is you have like you don't get to push the button first and then it tells you they're sold out you have to swipe your card or you know whatever tender your your money <laughs> first and then it's all like select a drink and you push it and it's all like aquafina is sold out and the, the water Ugh. machine, all it sells is Aquafina. So there's no need to have eight buttons that say Aquafina. <laughs> you just need to hit Aquafina, and then it'll just distribute from any one. But no, oh it'll God. tell you, like, Aquafina sold out. Make another choice. So then you hit the other, oh, Aquafina sold out. Hit another choice. Well, maybe this, nope, this Aquafina sold out. And you have to go through all of the buttons until you find the one that might have water. And then when that doesn't work, <laughs> you step to the left, and then you try the, the Gatorade machine. And it's the same thing. You really describing just a horrible, terrible experience. I'm just letting I've... people know how what you have to go through to do any of the stuff. And once you're in there, like, the... Uh... Will you do it again? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. Like, so one of the you're reasons, a glutton for yeah, punishment. One of the reasons that I had to, like, that we had to start recording early and that I was all like, we have to get over with quick is because today is actually the uh, the pre, like, you know, like, it's the int- it's the first day of Comic Con essentially, and uh, and it the the sh- the expo starts in three hours. So oh boy, yeah, I'm like I'm like I gotta go I gotta get right back into that. I had t- I had a day and a half basically of no shit show, and I gotta go jump right back into it. But this one is gonna be, I mean, it's better organized, but it's probably twice the size with smaller exhibition halls. So I have, a, I have a question for you, Skip. Here's, yes, here's a theory I have, and I want to hear your, your thoughts on this. I feel like D23, one of the reasons, because basically what you're saying is, is what you see when, you, when I'm looking through Twitter during the time is people are excited about the content, obviously, but a lot of it also is just frustration with the system. I feel like, do you think uh, um, these are, uh, D23 is full of people who are, you know, Disney experts, who know their way around every possible nook and cranny of every park, and there's like loopholes to everything. Like, well, when you go to the, actually, don't go to the Magic Kingdom. You go to the Temporary, and you walk from there. You know, there's there's like literally a everyone has like a back way to do everything, and that's not possible here. So everybody gets even ten times more pissed off because there's no like loophole. Everyone has there's no loopholes. Oh yeah, no, the only loophole is to spend. The twenty five hundred dollars that it is to become a sorcerer, uh, right. and and those people are guaranteed like they have their own entrance. They're guaranteed to go into the uh, to like any ex or any panel that they want to go see, um, you know stuff like that. Like they don't have to wait in line for anything. But even that is only limited and sold out almost immediately. So um, Aaron. You know who knows everything, and because he, he's from LA, he's from Los Angeles. Yeah, he was the one that actually set this up, and he he did everything that he could beyond or besides getting 
the sorcerer uh, packages. He, you know, he's a he's a member of D23. He paid the extra for the like um, family membership so that we still had. We don't get like guaranteed admission, but if you're into the panel line early enough, they have like the front of line access. Um, but you still have to line up with everybody else and hope that you get to that point before other people, you know? So, oh, it's just such a mess, man. And, um, is, um, Aaron happy with it? Like, is he going to go back? Like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, like, you yeah, guys are... no, 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 we're, we're, you know, we're, he's, he's actually going to be here in just a few hours to go to, to go to Comic-Con. So he's totally in, like, he gets it. Like, that's just, that's just, that's con. That's life. what you do. Hashtag con life. Whoa. Yeah, Those sure. fans, man. Yeah, I thought, you were, you. I thought you were on your phone. Did you crank up your computer after all? I did. Nice. It worked. Um, made the switcheroo. We got Drunkie's internet ready to rock. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Drunkie's um, internet ready to roll. Yeah, so... Um, but it was cool. So overall, success. And anything, since we're... Let's stick with the with the uh, D23 real quick before we move over to... Like, what out of everything... You kind of jumped into it. We talked a lot about what we were expecting... Almost everything we were expecting did happen. Anything out of the ordinary, movie-wise or park-wise, that jumps out at you, Skiff, that you were uh, not expecting? Um, I wasn't expecting that, like I said, the uh, the restaurant that's connected to Mission Space, or right. that they were actually at, you know, they they worked with uh, Industrial Light and Magic to redo the, uh, the, you know, what you watch on Mission Space. So I wasn't yes. expecting that. I thought... Yeah, I wasn't either, but I thought they were saying that was going to be a third option. Well, they, did I misread that? They they made the like non throw up version better. Is is kind of the way they described it without right. saying. Oh, uh, okay. I thought they were yes. going to keep the throw up version, the non throw up version, and then add a third one. So okay, I was confused. Yeah, my no, apologies. No. They they just they they tweaked both of them. They tweaked both the left and the right, not just one. Yeah, it just feels like they're finally getting what everyone's been, you know, they, everything that everyone's been talking about is happening. Like, hey, let's find something that isn't great and let's make it much better. And yeah, I think that yeah. will help because green and orange are the same. Makes it so much cooler that they're different. So very happy with that. <coughs> yeah, the other thing that I thought was really cool was, um, and I, I know this isn't going to make Rhiannon super happy, but when they finally talked about <laughs> introducing Guardians of the Galaxy to Epcot, the, you know, he actually said like, because he they kept on one of the things that they kept saying that I kind of want to touch on as we continue is uh, he kept on saying that people want more Disney, they want it to be timeless and they want it to be relevant, and uh, and he was all like, and we're going to keep Epcot to its original idea of what Epcot was, and we're going to introduce Guardians of the Galaxy, which I was all like, <laughs> uh, I don't know how that fits. So the way. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, like, you mean to be both timeless and relevant? That's well, sort of an oxymoron, isn't right. it? Right. Well, and that's what I was, that's, that's kind of my whole point. I mean, besides the Guardians of the Galaxy point, is that you don't have to be relevant if you're timeless, because that means you're always relevant. Right. right. So, I, you know, it, it wasn't like a question and answer panel, but I was literally like, like raising, I was, you know, 30 rolls back with my hand up, like, Bob, Bob, I have a question. Bob. <laughs> Did he call on you? No, he don't, they don't. They don't answer any questions at all. Is that is that Skipper That's Dick Ritchie? In the back? They were like, I didn't think he was supposed to be in here. Please escort him out. Skipper um, Dick Ritchie from the back stretcher. 
Skipper Dick Ritchie here from the three o'clock parade. I was just wondering, when you say relevant and timeless, don't you mean the same thing? <laughs> your response, please. Your response, please. We're waiting for your response, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, if but, that was um, a question answer and you could get up and talk like that, it would be the greatest thing ever. Um, well, but either way, so the way that they decided that they were going to incorporate Guardians of the Galaxy into Epcot by not changing Epcot is a young... To Pe- change Epcot. A young Peter Quill... And, and Junkie knows who I'm talking about, but the little boy from the beginning yeah. of the movie? Yes. Before he was, you know, swept up by the Ravengers, he and his mom and family took a trip to Walt Disney World. And they showed a picture of that little boy at Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole story is that the reason that Star-Lord wants to, or is there, is because he wants to. Re- he he visited Epcot as a child and wanted to come back. He loves Epcot. So he loves much. Epcot so much that he brought them back to Terra to show the Guardians of the Galaxy Epcot. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, the other thing, changing The other thing that I thought was really funny that I talked to, I ran into an like there was a guy that was an Imagineer that happened to be in line with us to get tickets to Fantasmic. And I was like, dude, you're an Imagineer. You should just be able to walk in. And he said, no. He said, we can't go see it without these badges either. And uh, we were talking about the that he was surprised at some of the things that was announced and, some, and, and was surprised at some things that weren't. Wouldn't tell me anything that wasn't, obviously. But he said that what he thought was really funny was when they talk about the uh, Mickey Mouse or Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail or, yeah, Runaway mm-hmm. Railway that they specifically decided not to mention that it's taking the place of great movie ride because they didn't want the same reaction that they got um, when they announced the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, changes. Cause I guess, you know, that didn't go over as well as they hoped. <laughs> you like booed. <laughs> yeah. People were literally booing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they didn't even, they didn't even mention the great movie ride. They Was just, there booing? Like, actually, did you hear booing well, at any point? They, they didn't talk about the pirates' changes at the parks and reservation, but apparently there was there's a uh, there was a 50th anniversary uh, like pirates uh, like walkthrough that had you know just memorabilia from Pirates of the Caribbean and the movies and everything over the past 50 years. And I want to say that like at the very beginning, maybe the first time they you know they took people through it that's when they discuss like, you know, the, how the ride has evolved. And they were like, and the next evolution is with uh, the ready, the redhead. And like, people were like, Oh, Wait, that's a, <laughs> that's a thing. They, they call her the ready. Yeah. We want the ready. ready. We really? The ready. Never that heard that. My whole life. Because I want, I was curious if people ever booed at these things because they're such big fans. And I know people are very passionate, but I feel like, I would love just. It's great that there was booing. Only, only because it just makes me happy in general. No, no. I mean, everybody's like on, on on a really good behavior, and and like each of the each of the shows, like each of the, the the two panels that I went to, were you know they went all out. So like at the animation panel, they actually had the voices from for like the last like ten princesses there, like the actual people, and it was cool because they each came out and introduced the next princess, and then she introduced the That's next cool. one. And, you know, before you knew it, the, like, the stage was just full of, of, you know, just all these, like, really talented voice actors. And, um, 
they did a they did a whole th- or during the parks and recreation thing uh they did a tribute to like you know just like the disney like sh- uh shows so they did like fireworks and parades and they even did like the reflections of earth and the time uh keeper and you know like the parade music and stuff like that that you don't ever hear anymore um so it was really cool the uh the very end of the animation one was really really neat because they did a whole thing about coco the next pixar movie and uh, to end it, the person that does the voice of the little boy, who is Coco, and the gentleman that does the voice, and, and uh, he's, the, he's the voice and the singing voice of the older, like uh, Coco's gr- uh, grandfather or whatever, who is the mariachi that he like, looks up to. They're both on stage together, and the older guy is, is playing the guitar, and, Co- and the younger boy sings the theme song to Coco for everybody. And you're like, oh, that was really cool. And then from behind them, a group of like 20 mariachis walk out, and then they start playing it, and then the two people stand up, and they start singing with the mariachis. And you're like, holy crap, that's super cool. And then like a whole bunch of like uh, uh, flocorico dancers, which is like this, like you know, like the Mexican dancers with the big white dresses yeah. and all that stuff. They come out from like, they pour out from every nook and cranny that you can imagine in this place. Like, they fill every aisle, every row, and they're all, like, you know, dancing along to the music that these guys are, like, just jamming out on stage to. And part of the story is that there's this uh, this bridge that's made out of, the, like, these glowing, like, rose petals. Well, those things just start, like, spilling out of the roof. Like, they don't, you know, just, like, crazy and just the whole crowd went crazy. Like people were freaking out and trying to collect these rose petals and dancing, and you know, like it was a it was a huge elaborate uh, stage show to end it. It was really really good. Um, and they did the same kind of thing with the end of the animation, where or not animation parts, where uh, they you know they read some of like the the letters that the cast receive and guest relations and how great the cast is. And this one, and the last one was the one about, or this letter about a lady that, you know, her son only wanted a green Mickey balloon. Like, that was it. And she couldn't find it the entire day. And finally, at the end of the day, she let a cast member know. And the cast member was like, I don't even know if we do green Mickey balloons anymore, but let me see what I can do. And, uh, And he's all like, and the next thing you know, and all of a sudden, again, from like every door, every nook and crack, like backstage, like everywhere, just cast members started pouring out with these green balloons and just handing them to everybody. And, you know, everybody was freaking out. And that's when he was just like, and you're going to go see Fantasmic. And you get a car. And you get... And it was so just, is that when Oprah came out? Yeah, right. No, for sure. It was crazy. Um, so it was good. You know, like, it, it was it was a shit show to get in. But once you were in, it was super right. fun. Awesome. Well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you had a good time. Uh... I believe we lost Rihanna here. I was going to ask her about her weekend. No, she's still here. No, we did. We lost her. Oh, did we lose her? She was like, these guys are just going to talk all day. <laughs> Let's add her in. Let's see if we can add her in. She's here. here. Let's go. Add. I, uh... It's funny. Since I... About the, the next day, they started doing those minivans around Disney... And I've seen them several times, and I just find it so funny. Of all the things that have been added to Disney World in the last year, I feel like there's been more piss-off people about the damn minivans than anything else. 
People seem really upset about the minivan. What I thought was really funny about the minivan is that, you know, that same, the word mini and then slash van, like Minnie Mouse, but slash van, um, we talked about it, you know, the day before the expo, basically, last week. And um, Honda actually had a not-for-sale, all-pink, with white polka dots and a giant bow minivan. And it was surrounded by all the dresses that Minnie wears, you know, as a character in the parks and on the cruise line and everything. And... uh, you know, people were, like, lining up, and they really wanted to see this. And actually, that's kind of like, when I found out that that's what they were going to do, I thought, oh, maybe that's where this rumor came from, and they're not actually going to do minivans. Yeah. So the very next day, you know, Chevrolet is all like, hey, Honda, nice one van, dickweeds, watch this. Yeah. And they're like, here's 50. a fleet. Here's a fleet of minivans for you. We're even taking the name, bitches. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's so great. It was good. It yeah, was good. Yeah. Speaking, I don't know. Skip, I need your re- reaction to this. I do not like the name of Star Wars Land. That's stupid. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. What the hell? Uh, well, because it's supposed to be a trading port on the edge of the galaxy. Oh, I know, but it's but, still why it doesn't need to be there. That's a dumb name. I'm sorry. I don't. No, no I agree. I, to be honest, I'm with happy. You, the so if when you think about like the names of movies. It's Star Wars yeah. A New Hope, Star Wars Return right. of the Jedi, Star Wars A Force Awakens, Star Wars, this and that. Galaxy's and the whole idea yeah. is that this is part of the Star Wars universe, and yeah. it's supposed to be, you know, it's, it's, it's essentially a movie that you're in and part of. So I can right. understand why they named it that, but I'm with you. I think it's a stupid name. I'm still going to yeah. call it Star Wars Land. But I, but I would say the same thing about... Um, uh, Cars Land. Like, I don't call it yeah. Cars Land. I call it Radiator Springs because that's yeah. where you're going to Radiator Springs. Here's what I'm wondering. So, but uh, yeah, because like, so you and I are sitting around the cabin and we're like, so tomorrow you want to go hit uh, Galaxy's Edge? I just don't ever see that. <laughs> ever, ever say that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I don't plan on, like, like you said, I don't at all ever see myself being like, yeah. hey, Drunky, you want to go with me to Star Wars A Galaxy's Edge? I'll just yeah. be like, dude, and let's go to Star Wars Land. I, but we have I to go to Disneyland you, I, first because guess what? It's opening at Disneyland first. Woo! Yeah. Firstborn baby. Blah, blah, blah. I'm skipping a bitchy. Disneyland's the best. Blah, blah, blah. We're not going to have the Star Wars Resort. And you we're may not have drinks. We're not, well, yeah, we're not going to have drinks. Yeah. Um... I, I just I, I get I, I've never thought of it the way you just said it though I never said it in my own head in the way of like uh oh did I lose you too drunky 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 I think we lost drunky let's see let's see what happens here add Shannon some people remember things doesn't remember being part of things places. Oh, there you are. There you are. Yeah. Did your internet kill us? What happened? Is that Rihanna not on? No, Rihanna's still not on. I'm trying to she get connected. Call me separately. Here oh. it comes. Let's, uh, let's do this. Hello? Oh, that's a video call. Yay! We're back. I don't want it video. Is she oh, here? Yeah, Skip. 
Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think I want video call. I want regular call. All right. I hope you're able to edit a little bit this time. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> so we're to sit through this. Uh, Hello? There you are. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know what happened. What happened? I didn't do anything. I was muting and then unmuting myself. Oh, there, there you guys. You're all back. And it just, it dropped all audio. And then I tried oh. to hang up on the call and rejoin, and it wouldn't let me hang up. Apparently, with the new fucking update, you hit the hang up button. It just moves the conversation. It doesn't actually exit you out of it. Well, so, good job, I have, I have great good news for you. Update. I have good news for you, Rhiannon. You missed the Star Wars land talk. Well, good. Yeah, so that's good for you. Um, I do want to talk about Rhiannon mm. made the trip as a regional, local, regional uh, pass holder to Walt Disney World for the weekend. Nice. Yes. That's for confirming it. Um, anything of note that you would like? Anything that sticks out in your head you did this weekend? Um, I said goodbye to the great movie ride. Ooh, I'm doing that coming up. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Good. Um, did you get the feels or no? Meh. <laughs> and I successfully managed to not leave my underwear at your house. Unlike, oh, man. Steve. What? Unlike some people. Who left their underwear at your house? I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Okay, but. sounds good. <laughs> Uh, I, I had a good time. Good. Yeah, Rhiannon showed up on a weekend where um, it kind of, it's one of those times where things kind of just snowballed. Like she yeah. uh, mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. planned to meet up with Rhiannon's liver to have some brunch. Pretty soon it's, it, it turns into many people rolling in and, well, here's what happens. So Saturday, okay. yeah. mm-hmm. Sunday morning, I wake up. And I go downstairs. I'm not feeling it now because it had been a rough night. There's a two book Steve shirt is soaking wet on my floor and his underwear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two book Steve is not here. And so I started mm-hmm. piecing together. I also now have his ID and credit card and Tables of Wonderland card. Woohoo. Parte. Piecing on it you. together and realized that we were hanging out on Saturday. And anytime you get, there's a reason two book Steve's little at thing is Nomad Lounger. Because when this guy holds court in Nomad Lounge, he holds court in Nomad Lounge. God, sounds awesome. And, uh, so how long do you think, how much time do we actually spent in Nomad Lounge that day, Rhiannon? You and me, not as much as him. I think he got there around one or one-ish, maybe? And then was there until I don't even know when he left. I mean, I got there around two and left at six, but we also intermittently did Everest and we did Flight yeah. of Passage. So we weren't sitting there the whole time. So Everest was fun. We did Everest as a group. And then we decided, all right, it's two weeks Steve, and two weeks Steve ended up coming back to the house, my, to Drunky Town USA with me. We went quote unquote paddle boarding, which is basically we had been at Nomad Lounge all afternoon. So it was just like trying to hang on to the paddle boards. That's how we got all wet. Mm hmm. And then ended up mm-hmm. uh, going out that night late to a mistake. local establishment, which was a mistake, to then wake up again, go to 9.30 breakfast with Rhiannon okay. and Rhiannon's okay. liver at no. Trails End, which is the hardest place to get to in the world because you got to park at the campground so, and then take a bus. Okay. 
It's not like you got some kind of huge alarm going off alerting you. Last minute breakfast plans. You knew about this right. and still chose to go out until 3.30 right. in the morning. I blame so Colin. I have no sympathy for you. I blame well, I, Colin. I, think, I have no sympathy for him. He also knew of the plans and could have chosen a better evening plan. I agree. I blame Colin, 3 o'clock grade beat report. So anyway. Uh, I blame but it was, both of you. This leads me to the big, the big event of the summer has begun. It's called um, Living the Dream, with, as in L-H-I-V-V-I-N-G, the dream. We have Rhiannon's liver, and Rhiannon's liver is – if you know what Flat Stanley is, where you mail Flat Stanley from place to place and take him to really cool places, well, the liver is going to go all across the country the way that Vagabart was supposed Wolf, to. I was waiting for that shit. And uh, we're starting here in Florida. He's hanging out with us this week, and then we're we're going to go to uh, Christy up. Uh, like you haven't done enough damage to him. I mean, honestly, one weekend with you more damage than I've ever done to him in my entire life. So you can follow along with the hashtag mm-hmm. Living the Dream L H I V V I N G the Dream or at uh, the Rihanna Deliver. I'm sure he'll be posting updates as well. So, um. It's going to be fun. Uh, sending it up to Christy next, and it's just, there's a whole list. It's going all summer and into the fall. So uh, I will tell you this: I'm not sure um, it's known by anyone at this point, except for uh, someone did give uh, the liver a tramp stamp. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Jesus over. Jesus Christ! It's like spring break. Uh, spring break '92. Yeah. Do I have any say in this? I, I do not give consent. No. Yeah. I think uh, I, I really have no response. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump right into hashtag ask sour boner. Rhiannon, do you consent to have all this shit done to your liver? No, I don't. I think that, that was you saying both parts. But not you, sure. Ask sour boner. For you and you and you, raising fangirls at raising fangirls would like to say that uh, Raising Fangirls has decided who the next sponsor of Spaceship Earth is going to be. Ooh. And it's a picture of a Titleist. Get it? I get it. Oh. Okay. Golf ball, they call it the big golf ball. Every uncle in America thinks they're the funniest person in the world when they walk in and they're like, hey, I can hit that golf ball. Wow. Now I hate every uncle in America. Yeah, blah, blah. This is actually a really good question by Monsieur Monquet. Yeah. Monsieur Monquet wants to know how long until Disney goes full Westworld? Hashtag Ask Sour Boner. Really a good question. That um, They've already announced that they're, work- they're working on more realistic walk-around characters that are animatronics. And now, Skipper, with this Star Wars hotel and... Un- Maybe they explained it differently, but this is my understanding, Skip, is that you're going to do it almost like a cruise where you book like a two-night or three-night package, and it's everyone kind of comes in, and it's like a whole story unfolds while you're there. So right. it comes with a package. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that is very Westworld-esque. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it sounds like. You, you They basically said that, like, you're going to check in and then you're transported to this you know satellite 
or whatever trading post or whatever out in space. They said that every room has a view of space. So, you know, you don't really ever know what time or day it is outside. And that sounds terrible. Everywhere you go, it's just pure Star Wars and everything is involved in the storyline. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're doing Pass. all of that stuff the whole time. Oh, oh it sounds great. It's, it's literally like they watched Westworld and go, well, let's do that, but without all the killing. And, uh, as far as we you know. know. As far well, as that we, comes next. And, like, the robots trying to kill you. Let's do it without that. Without that. I feel like the robots, you know, attacking you is a bad part of it. But well, that was um, not in Westworld either. You know. Correct. But the, I mean, it really does. That's the first thing I thought when I saw this. I go, that is actually really cool. Ooh. Unlike Rihanna, you said that sounds terrible. I think that sounds freaking awesome. But it also is kind of creepy in the Westworld way because I've now, knowing the show, it's all I can think about is when this goes awry. <laughs> So, um, but I really does think when they when they, they did say they were trying to come up with lifelike um, animatronic uh, walk around characters, so I do, do, do I foresee a time where there is a I mean you can walk into Frontierland there's literally cowboys walking around that are hosts at Disney. So next question: When it does become rapey. Huh. I mean, it's like, like Jack Sparrow, Tarzan. Can I get a live action Kronk? Ooh, that would Ooh. be cool. So, I mean, it would be similar to like, yeah, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. So you, you, you'd be fine with that once it gets to that point. Well, I mean, no, we'd have to like get into the whole moral construct of just because they're robots doesn't mean they can't actually become self-aware and therefore. I mean, it's still rapey, so I don't know. Yeah, but it's like a it's like a friendlier kind. I think there's a friendly rapey. No, is that okay? Pardon me. Good question, Mr. Monkey. I got to give props to for Mr. Monkey for uh, pointing that out because I also had that thought of the Westworld connection. Jungle Cruise, aka Jen, has two ends. You have to repurpose the auto animatronics from the great movie ride and Ellen's energy adventure into other places. Who do you put where? Also a great question is they tend to reuse the characters and the animatronics that they have. Are they going to do something with these great movie ride ones? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I actually... This isn't really answering your question. I apologize. But took off on a tiny tangent. I did find myself wondering. That was like the one real thought I had when I was going on my last journey through the Great Movie Ride was, what the fuck are they going to do all this shit? And I don't even mean just the animatronics, but like for some reason I got really into the flowers in the um, this stupid Emerald City yeah, Lilliputian. Uh, yeah. 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 But what's the name of the Emerald City? Emerald City. No, but, like, isn't there, like, a different name for, like, the village? that like, anyway, whatever. Um, but they have these, like, really cool sort of they look like glass flowers, and I was wondering what they would do with those. They're going to put them in that warehouse, like you saw on the, for the uh, <sighs> Main Street Electrical Parade. Everything goes in that oh, warehouse. So sad. Well, it reminded me, um, when they, they, just, they just had the grand opening of that Copper Creek Canyon where uh, Aaron wants to buy at DVC, you know? Yep. And 
a lot of the props in the pool area and around the little village area were taken from Catastrophe Canyon. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. So maybe something, things like that could be repurposed in different resorts and things across property. But the auto animatronics, um, I mean, I hope they get reused, but are any of these new rides going to have auto animatronics? Are they all going to be just like screen based? Well, not only that, but I mean, the if they were to be reused thematically, there a lot of work would need to be done with them. They're kind of out of date at this point. Yeah. I mean, Mary Poppins looks pretty busted. Okay, I'm sorry. Does she? Was she just? As, didn't she just basically like? There's like a stick in her back, and she kind of raises her up and down. It's a little bit odd. Yeah. yeah well, much. at least they put the uh, carpet bag, you know, yeah. kind of in the way to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to block that. But I, I don't I can't think of a great place to put them right now, Jungle Cruise, and I love your uh, your question. I really hope that they reuse these. Like for example, the uh three uh caballeros are actually they're hold over they're held over all the way back to um the Mickey Mouse Review, who then went to Japan from Magic Kingdom to Japan and then now back to Epcot. So I hope they pop up somewhere, and I would love it if maybe they would show up in one of these rides. Like maybe they'll maybe they'll have some actual animatronics in some of these rides. I hope, and it's not just screens. Maybe they'll at least do it like the Pandora boat ride, where you know it culminates with like a really cool animatronic, or, or that's kind of what they did with Frozen, also. So I'm just picturing where can they stick all the little uh, the uh, the Munchkins. Yeah, like, yeah. They're all pumping out of everywhere. They're all going to become like, Ewoks in in yeah. Star Wars. Oh though. Jesus Christ! There you go. You There's know, your question. Yeah, There's they're your just answer. they're just going to take the bodies off of those robots and put something else on top. And it doesn't sound awkward. Welcome you to Munchkin Land. No, it's going to be a nub nub or whatever that stupid song is that they sing at the end of Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. It's good. It sounded a little bit like the Muppet song, you know, <laughs> a little bit. Ben Adramade Bowers is like a kid at Christmas with the Tron coaster coming to Magic Kingdom. And I think many of us are. What D23 news have, would have made your dreams come true? Instead of the lame-ass Riviera Resort concept, Haunted Mansion Resort concept. Yeah. The gondolas are making my dreams come true. They're going to stop at the Riviera. Yeah, they are. I love it. And they're going to have just great restaurants. And basically, basically, they've created a whole new bar crawl on par with the monorail bar crawl. In theory, unless somehow there's something that I don't can't picture in this. The fact you can cruise around to Epcot. Hollywood Studios, the Riviera Resort, Art of Animation, and just kind of pop around. That is fantastic. So happy. And Tron Coaster, too. Yeah, I'm excited about the Tron Coaster. And they are not getting rid of the Speedway. No. So, Rhiannon can take uh, you know, her little nieces, nephews over there and ride the Tron Coaster. Yeah, the Tron Coaster, not the Speedway. I meant the uh, Speedway. <laughs> no. No. Damn it! Damn it! I'm distracted by this because the 
the the, the question fans? right above it has a uh, gif of uh, Christina Aguilera just hammering on this button. Um, question is from Brian Lamas, a follow up. Now that we know Speedway is staying, do you think it will get a major refurb before the Tron coaster opens? Man, that is a great question. Are they think they're going to do anything to the Speedway? I would think no. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to do it, I think they'd get rid of it. I, I just want again. I just want electronic cars. Let's get some electric vehicles out there. I could see it happening. To be honest, I think they're going to want to make because I'm picturing. Do you remember Skip back when they used to always use the same picture of Disneyland um, in all the marketing, and it was that the lagoon area when they when they had the, the people mover, the monorail, the Autotopia, and the submarines. All that transportation in one shot. Yep. It looked so cool. And it still kind of resembles that, just not quite as much. Oh, and the Skyway, too, I think was in that, too. I mean, it had, like, everything in one shot. It was all going on. Yeah, so much going on. And I feel like that's what they're going to go for, hopefully, when you're looking at Tomorrowland from that vantage point, is you're going to have the Speedway, Tron, Space Mountain, and the People Mover – and maybe they're going to want to make it look nicer. <laughs> I hope so. So if I'm going to make a decision, a, a guess, I'm going to go with yes, but it will not be a major refurb. It will be a minor refurb of new cars that maybe fit the same color scheme as Tron, like a blue uh, futuristic styling. Um, and that will be a minor refurb. Drunkies Internet is next. Um, Drunkies Internet was coerced into installing a disconnect button for Rhiannon. Is it the Internet's fault that she enjoys it so much? That, that seems to have backfired on me. So far, the only person who got disconnected tonight was me. So, well, it's, there's a, there's a uh, video of you, uh, Christina Aguilera, playing you, uh, <laughs> hammering the disconnect button. Just absolutely Good. going. Going to town on the disconnect button. Let's see. Abigail, now Webigail, will be at Food and Wine for two days at the end of September, a Tuesday and Wednesday. What advice can you give them for Food and Wine first-timers? First off, semi-breaking news. Chase is not renewing. It will not be the Chase Food and Wine Festival. That's all. So no Chase Lounge. Really? Well, well. Wow, maybe that'll be Club Thirty Three. Then who knows? But uh, any advice for food and wine first timers, uh, Rhiannon? Um, I'd say definitely prepare. Um, you know, do your research, figure out what looks good to you. That way, you're not just going blindly into it and you know saying, "Oh, I'll get this. And, oh, I'll get that." Credit. And then suddenly you're full, and then you get to the next booth, and it's like, "Oh, I would have preferred that, but mm, it's too late." So have a plan of attack and um, definitely give yourself, I'd say, more than one day there or at least more than one meal. So, you know, you can do a lunch and a dinner or two lunches or more. Yeah, don't bother with dining and food and wine, like getting like a meal. Yeah, yeah, no. make, don't make that mistake. That's uh, going to be tough. Uh, but I, that's what I used to do is I used to not do my research. It was kind of I'll just check it out as I go. And Exactly what you just said, Rhiannon. I would either, I either end up going for whatever is the shortest line, 
or just shoot my wad in the first two or three countries and being done. Also breaking news, did you happen to see – this was not – they didn't talk about this at D23, I don't think. Did they talk about it maybe? That they're redoing the China movie? We talked about this last they week. They did. Ago. Yes. Yeah, that was announced. Oh, it was announced. Yeah, That's they exciting. talked about it. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a nod to like, we're not just going to put characters and new rides everywhere. We're going to also honor the educational aspect of the other countries. And it's very timely because we talked about wanting to do a tour, Skipper Gerichi. Yeah, no, they uh, they definitely talked about it. They talked about how they had to reinvent the uh, the 360 camera and that this is actually going to be the first 360-degree video that's seamless. So even though before they had a similar camera setup, it was, it was multiple cameras recording at the same time that they had to then, you know, synchronize all the different films to run right. the, to get that 360 effect. Apparently this one, you know, they're using modern technology and they're just going to capture all of it as one 360 degree image. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it should be cool. I have always loved 360 films. Uh, throughout my whole history of Disney World, so I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I'm ready now for a new Canada one that doesn't have Martin Short as well. I want it to be uh, Char. Char. Yeah, I want Char to do. I want Char to do everything. She just she can just come out with her rap verse. She'll never go bitch Char. God, yeah, that girl, pretty amazing. She's talented. Yeah, that's for sure. Talented. Um. This is a hashtag reverse ass seller boner, according to Jason, who is Jason. Uh, I had asked it, and I'm curious if you if you have any thoughts on this, Skipper Gritchie. It seems up your alley. Um, I wondered, do you think Disney MGM Studios, and we like we wouldn't have gotten to this point, think it would have fared better if it matured during the current what I call the Disney film renaissance? and not the 90s and 2000s where it felt like they were trying to get away from the name of Disney. It feels like Disney's really kind of firing all cylinders now, and they really weren't, and they were kind of trying to get away, with like trying to go with Touchstone and all the different... Well, Anyways, I, I kind do you of think, think it would have fared differently? I think that what happened is, and I'm going to use uh, the wide world of sports as a perfect example. Like, they wanted to expand the resort and their offerings at the, at the cinema and everything and still have it be under the like Disney title, but not really have it any, have anything to do with characters or, you know, kind of what made Disney what it was. And yeah. they kept growing and doing all these things. And people were like, yeah, we can, you know, we can go to like our local football field or baseball field or soccer field and see little league and pop Warner and all these things, you know, and we can, yeah. You know, we can we can go to places here and see like everybody makes movies. Like it doesn't have to be a Disney movie, and we can go see that. Um, and then finally, somebody was just like, "Oh, by the way, uh, the thing that separates us from everybody else is that we're fucking Disney." Yeah, let's you know we've got our own IPs and we're buying up everything else anyway. Right? Let's why don't we just continue using that? And I think that's where the resurgence is now is that they realized. That people love Disney, and that's why they go to Disney. Yeah, you know they don't they don't go to Disney to not see Mickey Mouse. Like right. that dude's got to be everywhere. Right, and I feel like that's why it just seems like 
Anyway, I, I feel like I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think it would have. I think things we wouldn't have gotten to the point we are now, where it was like there's fighting out of a to get out of a hole at this park. Had they this happened in a different era, they kind of treaded water during that whole. We don't really want to be Disney phase. Yeah. Um, Rhiannon, this is. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and direct this one to you because getting goofy, getting goofy. WW wants to know. Since you don't like the idea of the Star Wars Hotel, with the announcement of the fully immersive Star Wars Hotel, what theme would you choose if you could design such a hotel? Haunted Mansion. Duh. Could you? I feel like I mean, with a storyline, would you? Could you? Could we do like a like a, a haunted mansion, but with the whole like almost like a clue theme where it's like a mm. murder mystery? Yes, we could. And, and the murder mystery unfolds over your two night stay. Oh, that would be so Yeah. Okay, I want that. Fun. Sorry, yeah. Star Wars Land. Sorry, Ho- Ho- Star Wars Hotel. We want the Haunted Mansion murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, escape. yeah. It's kind of like a mm. escape. I don't know. I don't know okay, you, you can't make it claustrophobic. I just yeah, think there's me. things that clues that you have to like. You can find clues throughout the hotel. Yeah. And to solve mysteries, not an escape room really, but I just meant like the whole place is like that. That whole idea of. There's hidden clues throughout the place, and you got to go find them and, and yeah. solve riddles and mysteries. And I love it. I'm with you on that. I want that. Mm-hmm. Major question, Skipper to Gritchie. Probably the most important question we've ever had. Do you know why it's the most important question? Uh, tell me why. Oh. He asked from Los Angeles, California. Yes. Aaron Myers. Uh, so he is the... Uh, what do we call him? The uh, the not the bookkeeper. He's, He's the, like a uh, fact checker. Fact check. You know, like just, yeah, this guy always makes sure we're on the right track. Right, Eric, because he's from Los Angeles, and he knows everything because of the fact that he's from Los Angeles. He wants to know with the great movie ride closing on August thirteenth, which segment will you miss the most, and what animatronic do you want them to hide in the new one? Kind of that second part's kind of similar. What are they going to reuse? But what? Segment will you miss the most? That's a good question. I yeah. Any any thoughts on that one? Favorite segment? Um, gosh, that's a good one. I really mm-hmm. like turning the corner into like the western area where you see Clint Eastwood and uh, John Wayne. But I also just like the line, "This is aliens." So, <laughs> you are with Sigourney with Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I like either the gangster or western scenes. Um one thing I don't know if y'all touched on this. Um so I heard from a friend who heard it from somewhere on Twitter. I'm not sure the exact real story, but I guess maybe it was because they announced it that day. It's not like they were letting people go that day. But um cast members who were playing the gangsters, you know, who take over the ride. Um, when they were getting off their shift on Sunday, were walking through the park in their costumes as sort of their walking off of the job or something. I, I'm not sure. It wasn't clear to me, but it was huh. something to do with like the announcement. They did some sort of symbolic. Yeah, yeah. It was like their goodbye. And so we happened to see one gangster walking through the park, and it was just funny because he had um, he had the. Haunted Mansion, Dooney and Burke purse. And so I was more distracted by that than the fact that there was like, a gangster <laughs> walking through the park. Oh, so you saw this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. 
Yeah. Well, it is really the end, another end of an era, meaning a a ride where the cast member plays an important role. Um, of course, the Jungle Cruise and Kilimanjaro Safaris are the two that are left. Um, we lost Living with the Land, you know, these spieling attractions. Mm-hmm. And these guys really, I think, either were or felt, you know, it was a good way to feel like a real actor at the parks. It's pretty cool. Um, so it is, it, that's a little bit of a shame that they're losing that. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know what I'm actually going to miss the most? My favorite scene was when you come back uh, into uh, Indiana Jones and the they switch. You know, the guy goes up and he puts his hand on the uh, mm-hmm. the idol and it spins around. And it was that, I like that. I'm going to miss that part. That was always my favorite. I'm miss that segment. Thank you for the question, Mr. Aaron Myers. I hope we uh, did it did it justice uh, all the way out in Los Angeles, California. Uh, he will be here in about three hours. Just oh my gosh! No, so much stuff going on. Um, Adventurers out there, travel has a question, which is the most important travel company in the world. Three o'clock parade. Are you more excited for new drinks uh, or bar at Mission Space or the Riviera Resort? What are your hopes and expectations? Well, we know Rhiannon's thought. Yeah. Why? Why don't you like the Riviera Resort? What do you? What do you like about? It? There, there's a lot for me, actually. I, I think because unlike a new attraction, which depending on the attraction can be either exciting or not, but it's one attraction. A resort, I feel like, really encompasses. To me, it's like a whole new land. You know, because it's going to have restaurants, it's going to have bars, it's going to have places to walk around, it's going to have a lobby. It's a land to me. And so to have a land announced and suddenly it, it seems to have a lame theme, the pictures don't seem to be all that thematic. It's just disappointing. So, yeah. It feels very, I mean, I like Universal Resorts, but it feels more like what they do, where it's kind of like really minor subtle very subtle yeah you're like um riviera sure let's go with that it does feel very universal like what riviera i'm like spanish or french river when it happens to be literally across like a feet away from the caribbean beach right which doesn't make (laughs) any sense like so i was reading some blog or whatever that was talking about how the so this is their dvc section of caribbean beach Right. And I guess there was enough feedback from surveys and focus groups or whatever that to just announce a DVC wing of Caribbean Beach was going to be off-putting because it's not luxury enough, it's not deluxe right. enough. And so they needed to separate themselves entirely in name and theme in order to attract those customers, which I understand. Me too. However, again, I feel like you dropped the fucking ball, you know? Like, you could have done... Make it so if it's Caribbean adjacent, make it you know a, a Rio theme yeah. or like something, and just yeah. make that a deluxe of that a deluxe version of Caribbean Beach and have it a different name and have it a slightly yeah. tweaked theme. But like this is just stupid. So yeah. well, it totally you does. We we talked about this a long time ago. Does it? What will it, will it be like having a moderate DVC resort? Well, they are not going to. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. not gonna happen. Yeah. No. Um, French, yeah, I don't know. Very interesting. Um, I'm, uh, believe it or not, Dean, 
I'm more excited for the Riviera Resort. Taking completely agreeing with what Rhiannon just said, but I, I, a new resort, I get way more excited about a new resort than anything else at Disney World. Um, so just the fact that there'll be new bars, new restaurants, new places to hang out, I actually get more excited that than the uh, Mission Space um, in-park bar. I like resort bars better than in-park bars for the most part. So um, more excited for Riviera. Which way do you go on that one, Skip? I don't care. I like bars. Um, yeah. I would probably say that my favorite uh, bars are the in-resort bars. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the in-park bars are great, too. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, do, I think that all of uh, Future World is sorely lacking a bar, so anything is a good addition there. Agreed. So I'm not complaining by any Ooh. stretch of the imagination. Definitely gonna, definitely going to uh, utilize it. Mm-hmm. Dirt Cheap Disney, Brian is back. I don't think we've seen Dirt Cheap in a while. Um, Dirt Cheap Disney. This just brings up something I saw. This, well, this is one of the first things I thought. I, I think it was Amanda nine hundred ninety nine Happy Haunts. It could be Hops. I, it may Hops. be wrong, but she said the same thing. After eight thirteen, how much do you think a one day ticket at Disney's Hollywood Studios is really worth? Would you be pissed if you use a non-park hopper ticket to get in? And it really is a great movie ride enough to – does that push it over the edge where now it's, like, really not worth it anymore? Um, I think it depends on whether or not you're a Star Wars fan, honestly. Yep. I, I'm going to go with anecdotal evidence – uh, several friends that are not diehard Disney fans have come down. They've done their vacations. And this is even since within the last year, several have said, you know what my favorite one is? The Hollywood Studios. Like several people, that's their favorite place. And I think you it should is. should probably find new friends. <laughs> the Star Wars. Because if you don't take into the fact that this is all temporary stuff, like there's something going on all the time if you walk around the park. So there is a lot going on. Um, it just may not – they're not rides. People want rides. Um, and if you're looking for rides, it obviously isn't there. But. Well, I think, so I think people – I think they're going to get through this time, and they're not going to have to deal with it. They're going to oh, get yeah. through it. I think people that go all the time, like people that go to the theme parks the way that we do probably want rides because that's, you know, like you, how many times can you watch the same show or something like that? Yeah. But if you're on vacation and you're just looking to fill your day with stuff to do, there's plenty, especially yes. if you haven't been there in the last few years. Um, there's plenty for you to do. It's just one of those things that if all you do is think about theme parks as rides, then, you know, that's obviously not for you. Right. And that's, and that's where people – when people say there's, there's, there's four things left at Hollywood Studios, and you're absolutely right if you're talking about rides – but that being said, there's only ever been like five rides there. Ever. <laughs> it's always been that way. You know, yes, this does make, this does put a hit. Not having the great movie ride does obviously put a hit into it. But um, I will say, I think they've done a good job of adding things to the park during this time period. Like you just said, Skip, that gives you something to do. And agree, when you're on vacation at Disney World, kind of what you're looking for is something to do. So, anyway. Um, but agreed, it would be the of the four, 
So really, what's Epcot got going on right now? Hey. I don't know. I, I just don't see it stand out as much as, like, other people do, I guess. It's just part of the... See, I could just spend an entire day in World Showcase and not do a single ride and just wander. That's what we usually do. Yeah. Eat and drink the whole time we're there. It's great. It's so good. It would be weird to show up and do a one-day ticket to Disney Highland Studios. So to answer that part, Brian, I I think I agree. It's the least worth it of any of the one-day tickets, for sure. Um... Good question. Livy with a good follow-up. It's a follow-up on the other side. After Star Wars Land and everything else opens up, will now Hollywood Studios change the flip it over and be price-tiered up with the Magic Kingdom? Are they going to put that even to that higher level because of Star Wars Land? I'd be a little surprised if they did that. I'm not saying they couldn't technically get away with it, but I'd be surprised if they chose that. Yeah, Yeah, Magic Kingdom is Magic Kingdom. The castle. The power of the castle. Power of the castle. Well, PB&J want to know, is Chase still sponsoring Food and Wine Festival? That is a no. And is Epcot losing all the good sponsorships? The answer seems to be yes. And C, is the sky falling? And the answer is, it sounds like no. It sounds like they're actually just going it alone, and they're kind of done with this whole, we're going to do things in the spirit of a sponsor. I think, you know, sponsors just come and go. It feels like, well, not just that. It feels like the sponsorships at Disney are changing. It's no longer like, I'm sponsoring this ride. It's like, let's get a Dixie paper company to do all the towels and paper towels and napkins in, and paper plates in all of Disney. It's, it's like those kinds of sponsorships seem to be more than just ride sponsorships. Like, paper towels are sponsored at Disney. Um, Coke, obviously products, things like that. So I see more of that, like resort-wide things. Um, or like possibly like a wireless carrier coming in. Don't they, don't they do a wireless carrier? Or no? Or they were with the uh, Kim Possible, weren't they, for a while? Yeah. I thought maybe they did a wireless your carrier. internet? Yeah. Right. So, uh, no, I just think they're changing from the ride model to the end. All right. Uh, Disney Disney Dad wants to know. By the way, we have a new song coming soon from Disney Disney Dad. Yeah, as soon as we get some Sweet. technical difficulties sorted out, we're having some technical difficulties, but we will be getting to the Disney Disney Dad new song. Um, good question. Somebody was pointing this out today on my Facebook page uh, about people that had ne- not been to Disney water parks were noticing many many thongs in the backgrounds of photos and they want he wants to know should there be a more strictly enforced dress code at the water parks like literally ass thong bikinis are all over the place like you know the the one where like it's just all ass you think that's appropriate at disney water parks is somebody uh, somebody suggesting it's not i'm fine with it obviously Yes. Other, other people are saying, I can't believe they're allowing that at Disney. Yes. I, I have heard that people, from several people. People are suckers. So that would be a no. Should are these gross, a... ugly people? doesn't um, matter. Yeah, it does. Let's just say it goes, it runs the gamut. I'm a gross, gamut. ugly person, and I'm all for it. It runs the gamut, Skip. 
You know how you go to Disney World and everyone's there? The water parks are the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with no. They should not strictly enforce the dress code. I think it's fine. It's a little weird when you're walking upstairs and there's a butt literally right in your face. Uh, right? It is a little awkward, but they want to wear it. They want to wear it. How do you feel about that, Rhiannon? If they want to wear it, they can wear it. Yep. Getting right to the end here. Outer Rim Jim is confirming the fact that Disney World itself is trolling the 3 o'clock parade and SR Boner in one of their posts. Their hashtag included the word sour in it. Mm. It was their uh, their uh, HTML code, actually, is what it was. The, uh, the address. URL. URL code, thank you. Uh, 60118 sour. 60118 just happens to be the address of the studios. It really is. It's, in, uh, it's an Easter egg. Yeah. Who knew? What's also interesting, in the picture, in the Disney World tweet, I know four of those people in the picture. Because that's the team that I used to work on. It's about the that's the, that's the tour I used to give this backstage tour, backstage safari. Wow! Again, that's more evidence that they're trolling us. Is that they put a picture where I know three of the people, and they're basically taunting me with the fact that I don't work there anymore because they cut all the hours and uh, because of this stupid uh, Wild Africa trek. Freaking Bastard. Wild Africa Africa trek! Screw you, Wild Africa trek! I mean, it looks pretty cool, actually. But, you know, it looks pretty awesome. Screw you. All right. Ian McGregor. I wish I had a good Scottish accent. To uh... So do we, buddy. Trust me. <laughs> mm-hmm. He actually wanted another follow-up about D23. So D23 have happened. What are you excited or disappointed in? How about disappointed? Anything you're disappointed in that they didn't do or that they did say? Uh, I think my disappointment just came from how vague everything was. You right. know, like... Like where is Star Wars Hotel going to be? Yeah, no, no, like, real information where or when most stuff is going to be. And they were like, you know, they brought up the whole fact that they, you know, I don't know if you remember when I talked about how we're going full steam ahead with Epcot. Well, we are. And you're just like, yeah, you already said that. Like, give us more information about what's going on. Let us know I'm when disappointed that they didn't confirm Figment's everlasting presence and a, a bigger presence and seriously all that. Did you see the last? Um, did we talk about that last time? They put out another survey and it was literally like, yes. "Would you still buy merchandise if you yes. know didn't have a ride?" Well, like, wait, what, what? 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 Now, me. yeah, what's the correct answer there? Because the answer is obviously yes, but then you don't want to encourage them. Right. I don't know. Right. Oh. Or maybe if you say yes, they're like, well, see, he is popular. That was a trick question. That's just mean. It, it, it does not give you confidence in imagination getting a refurb as imagination. <sighs> you know they, what? Screwed up once. I maybe this is a minority opinion or a wildly unpopular opinion, but I would be okay with a new attraction that was not imagination but featured segment. Like 
I just care about Figment. I don't care about Dreamfinder. I don't care about... I don't not care, but I care more about Figment's presence than I do the Dreamfinder or the original concept of imagination. So if the options were Figment in a totally different attraction or no Figment, definitely the former. Um... I wonder if Skip, you know, of course, of course, once you said that the Imagineer was like, boy, I'm kind of surprised about the stuff they didn't announce. Like, makes me wonder, my brain's wondering, is does that have something to do with it? Is that one of the things that you're going to talk about Epcot, but you're not going to say about Figment, you know, or imagination? Because it's such a big part of it. Yeah. I would think that and also all the rumors about a new uh, World Showcase Pavilion. Yes, agreed on that. That I would. That's a disappointment, and and that because that's that that one is huge, and maybe that one just is further back on the burner. Maybe they do, you know. know. And I agree. the The concept art of Epcot that they released said this is a blue sky concept drawing for Epcot, meaning that as a disappointment, that doesn't really mean that this is really what's going to happen. They've they've released many blue sky drawings before that never came to fruition. So. The little drawing they did of Epcot looked awesome, but I don't. I want that to happen. I guess yeah, like like Skip said and Rhiannon, like the the lack of knowing is the biggest disappointment. Um, Park Hopper Ryan with a similar one. Favorite parks announcement announcement for D twenty three. If you had to pick just one, which is your favorite? Mm, I'm kind of pumped about Ratatouille. That will be nice. It will be nice. I'm going gondolas. Is my favorite thing. Gondolas, for sure. I like the fact that they're theming the gondolas. Like they they showed them like they're gonna have wraps, so you know they'll be like yeah. a Mickey and Friends gondola and stuff like that. I like I the Doom Buggy cool. one. Yeah, that was awesome. So cool. Very cool. Yeah, very excited for gondolas. Skipper, if you had to pick one, uh, that Star Wars land is opening at Disneyland first. You can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes. Right. I love it. What? The crowd cheered. I mean, it, it didn't hurt that, you know, it was in Anaheim. In California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The oh, no, cheered. these sellouts here in Florida would cheer, too. They're like, yeah! They're, <laughs> sell- they're still sellouts. Everybody's a sellout. There's only us true. Only the true Walt Disney World faithful. True believers? Respect mm-hmm. Disneyland, but it can go suck an egg. Whoa, whoa, me. whoa. Now you're talking some shit that you better watch your face <laughs> on. Um, let's see. The final, final SR boner for tonight uh, comes from Park Hopper Ryan, the flannel Jedi, with a D23 announcement, Polly's Choice. Ooh. So we're going to uh, Fast Pass, Refurb. <laughs> Oh shit! And cancel the Tron ride, Guardians of the Galaxy, or the Mickey ride. Hmm. Hmm. I think we know which Rhiannon is going to cancel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think my my answer is pretty obvious. It's just what to re- do with my refurb. So obviously, I'm going to fast pass Tron. I'm going to cancel Guardians of the Galaxy. I will refurb Mickey. But what to refurb? Um, I mean, 
I don't know. Like, I think the theme, the idea, the concept, what have you, is cute. Oh, okay. No, I, I know my answer. Okay, I'm ready. Um, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I hate the new style of the Mickey cartoons. Oh, my God, I love them. Don't, don't like it. Want the original. So there you go. There's my refurb. I don't think you I want like the original. I like the idea. I do. So you want an old black and white cartoon? Or all of them. No, How about not all? original, original. Just like... The one that you're used to when you grow up. Yeah. Don't fuck with my childhood, man. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I, I love those. I love these. Like, No, these are stupid. They're so, hilarious. Hey, it's my answer, and I can say whatever I want. Sure. So my well, answer I'm is giving my opinion I'm on refurbing. That answer. You do this to me all the time. I never speak my opinion. What are you I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um... So that's my answer. Is I'm going to refurb. Yeah. Shut the fuck. I'm talking dinner tonight, okay? Um, yeah. Keep the Mickey concept, but make the Mickey cartoons the classic version. All right. All right. Um, I'll go next. And then I'll, uh, I'm with Skipper Dick Ritchie in that I enjoy the new style Mickey. <sighs> First off. So I think I'm going to... Uh, Let's see. Which one am I going to get rid of, though? Ooh, this is tough because I actually am going to – the one thing I want to do about Guardians of the Galaxy, the one thing I want to say about it is I'm, while I do agree with the entire sentiment of leaving Epcot the way it is, all about this, I love what they're doing, Skip, with this whole uh, Star-Lord went to Epcot as a kid and now no. he's coming back. Like – that's the kind of I love that kind of thing. Yeah, and and the picture of him in front of the Epcot ball is great because it's it's just so cheesy and kind of tongue in cheek that it makes me laugh and I right. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's so because it's so ridiculous. It's like so ridiculous, but I love it. It's the kind of stuff that I love. Like when I go to um same reason when I go to Dino Land at um Dino uh, DNA. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, wrong one. But you go to um, Animal Kingdom and you go into the Restaurantosaurus and there's like a silly reference to, you know, um, Doctor Wu. And then you go into the Boneyard and over there there's like another sign about Doctor Wu and like there's just an intricate little side story and it all interconnects and it just this reminds me of that and I love it. So I don't um, as much as I don't love the idea of these superheroes in Epcot. They're, 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 it's working on me. Their their plan is working. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, so that being said, I'm going to fast pass. Man, this is tough. Fast pass the Tron ride because this that is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's what we've wanted ever since they announced Shanghai Disneyland. We wanted this Tron ride, so we got it. Fast pass. Um, and I'm going to refurb. Guardians of the Galaxy, even though I don't know they aren't yet, but I'm going to somehow make it energy themed. <laughs> like they're coming here to uh, help Terra with its energy crisis. So that better be what their story is, is that they're here to help us with our energy crisis somehow. Like they have a special orb or something. I don't know. And then um, Mickey ride. I love that it is a Mickey ride, but it doesn't. I don't know. I guess that's the one I'm gonna have to get it, get rid of. Yeah. yeah. And next, the funny thing is that I defended the Mickey cartoon, but I'm, I'm actually doing the exact same thing. I uh, I'd be fine if they canceled the Mickey ride. The the one thing that I liked about 
when they talked about the Mickey ride and the Imagineer came out was that he said that, um, you know, they were doing this in the idea and the style of like that they haven't made a new uh, like Haunted Mansion or Small World or, you know, like one of these attractions that you like sit and ride through and like there's a song that you sing along to and it takes you into this whimsical world. What? They, haven't, they, they said they, this? Yeah. They, they were like, we haven't done this in, in forever. Like everything's, you know, like a, a ride based on a movie or, you know, stuff like that. Or like all the, all, even all the changes that they made to current rides are based on movies and, you know, other IPs and stuff. And they were like, so we're really making the first one of these kinds of ride that we've done in a long time. And we're doing it based on Mickey. So, uh, I, I'm excited about that, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm more excited about the Tron coaster. So that's definitely what I would fast pass, and I would definitely refurb Guardians of the Galaxy because wherever it's going to be needs to be refurb. But and uh, and sadly, I would have to get cancel the Mickey Mouse uh, just because I'm more excited about the other two. Man, I might have to change my answer because I've said this for a long time. I can't even think of the last Disney ride that has offered. A sing-along. I mean, Frozen obviously doesn't count. Let it go is like doesn't count. Yeah, but and, and a sing-along and you let song. It like when I was a kid, it was like I left singing like it's a small world. I left singing like Grim Grinning Ghost, and I left singing Tiki 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 Tiki. And they, I would buy the soundtrack to the rides, and I would yeah. sing them at home, and I would play. They actually uh, reference the uh, Carousel of Progress. Yeah, Carousel of Progress. Yeah, they sang a little bit of Carousel of Progress while discussing the whole idea about these, you know, these epic like rides with songs to match. So it was pretty cool. That man, I love that they said that because that's what I've been saying and thinking for a long time. Is that when I was a kid, I went home and I I bought the soundtrack and I sang along to these songs, and they just don't do that anymore. So oh. I just I want to change my answer. My favorite thing to come out of D twenty three, and it's that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's done, and that brings us, ladies and gentlemen, to the end of hashtag Ask Sour Boner. Sour Boner. Um, any final thoughts before we go on? And I know uh, move on into the rest of the evening. Skipper Grinchy is going on to Comic Con. Rhiannon is going off to have... You're making dinner or Mark's making dinner? I already brought him dinner. Oh, you brought him dinner. Congratulations. I know. I'm a nice person. All right. I, I Don't back let him tell Mark. you otherwise. Just saying. Oh, he, he's, he's always says such nice things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything, Skipper to Gritchie, about your uh, final thoughts? Um, no, just uh, to anybody that I met over the weekend, it was tons of fun. Uh... You guys are great. Uh, our times at Trader Sam's <laughs> were, were awesome. Skipper's room is filling with smoke. And he's dying. Yeah, I was co- I was sick over the, uh, the few days before D23, so I still have a little bit of a cough. But no, At least was... you made it to the Tron announcement before you're passing. Right? Yeah. At least I got to Good. see that. But <laughs> no, it was super fun. Um there was a group of people that we met at Trader Sam's that are one of like the Disneyland gang. And they were all, uh, it's like a star Wars scene, but they were all Sith and evil. And during the conversation, they asked me, they were like, would you consider joining? And I said, no, cause, uh, 
I'm I'm the I'm the balance to that to, to the force, and they were like, boo. Either way, those guys was, were hilarious and super fun. So that's a good answer. Yeah, if good they're answer. if they're listening, uh, sorry guys, Jedi all the way. Um, ha. Any final thoughts, Rhiannon? I think punctuality is important. Punctuality is important. Is this about Sunday? Hmm? What? I was on the bus. We were behind. We're on the bus. Getting back to brunch with Rhiannon, who has now vowed to never plan anything ever again. This is true. Uh, and we got stuck behind literally ponies. Ponies. And I don't even think we were last. Uh, no, because our people just flat out didn't show up. So, yeah. Um, Rannon is not a big fan of planning for large groups of people. and uh, Herding drunk cats. Yeah. yeah. Is the name of the company that I'm not going to form. <laughs> That's basically the entire week Skipper to Gritchie is here. And uh, anytime that uh, we all get together, it's a uh, uh, flexibility is key. Mm. Oh, for sure, <laughs> right? Flexibility is key. Um, let's see. Any final thoughts? Uh, had a great time this weekend. Got to meet, uh, hang out with so many fun people. Let's see. The Maidles. Got to see. Kristen was here. Oh, oh. Steve, Gen Z. Uh, the Jensen whole crew just move. She's there all the time. Yeah, Christy was here. Ellen. Yeah. Oh wow. Awesome. Good times. Uh, Rhiannon was here. It was fun hanging out with Rhiannon. Yeah. yeah Even though she was yeah. mad at me because I showed up late to brunch, but it was the it was the damn goats. First it's ponies, now it's goats. Make up your barnyard ponies. mind. Ponies. 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 It wasn't even that late. Ten minutes. Oh, this might be perfect timing. I think my uncle's here. <laughs> All right. Okay, bye. See you next right, time. Bye bye. You're not going to waste it. You got to say it. Bye bye. Bye bye.